0: Uncertainty. Humans Resourced was recorded in the Byron Bay hinterland in New South Wales, Australia during May of 2019. It's a series of unedited unfiltered unscripted heart-to-heart conversations between two dear friends myself carly nimmo and callie brown humans resourced is fueled by nature endless cups of tea and friendship this series was intentionally created for you to binge on so grab yourself a cover and let's dive beneath the surface Certainty. This is coming up because we have an idea. I was actually thinking about it while I was just on the dunny because, you know, all the best thinking takes place on a dunny Uh, in the centre of your own shit. (laughs) Just don't flush those ideas. (laughs) Let them waft around a little longer. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking about, you know, we have talked a bit about doing some funny skit stuff, right? And... And I, and while I was doing a piss then, I was like, oh, yeah, you know, like we could do some skit stuff. And then it was just like, Whoa. And I was like, oh, my God. I, speaking of like vulnerability episode just recorded, like that feeling of deep uncertainty as in and I felt it when I – so for those who don't know – I went back to singing lessons uh, about 18 months ago because I've always loved music and I had never given myself permission to explore it. And particularly, I was just so in my own judgment of myself that I just couldn't, you know, be in a place of like exploring creatively a medium where I'd felt I would be judged, you know? And... I remember doing, and I've had this experience a few times in my life where um, one, a, f- a lot of them actually happened during singing, but also at a public speaking course that I was at, you know, and, and we had to improvise. And it's so funny because I can hit record and just record my own thoughts. But then when it comes to, like, then creating something, like I'm just really comfortable in that place of like hitting record and just free flowing, you know, a conversation or whatever, a conversation with myself, a conversation with someone else. Yeah. But I'm really uncomfortable with creating something else without those creative parameters. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, having a script to go by. And I feel like like so many of us are like this in life. We want the script. We want to know how it's going to end up. We want to know what to do. What are the parameters? What are the, you know, before we'll take action on something. Yep. And I saw that come up for me a lot in in just the creation of music or the creation of something creative. Yeah. Because I want to know how it's going to end up. Is it going to be any good? And the thing is, that the only way it's ever any good is when we lose the attachment to it needing to be good. So true. <sighs> and I think you could speak to this too as an as an, you know, former actress, right? Yes. Like that improv thing is like really fucking scary because there is an unknown element.
1: Totally, and it's actually where I thrive. It's actually where I thrive is the unknown and not having to do something the way it's been written, giving myself the freedom to respond in the moment to something that's been given to me. Whereas I felt so much in preparing monologues or scripts of some kind, I was working to the parameters of someone else's words and directions and that brought up a lot of criticism for me, whereas I'm someone who is kind of relaxed in uncertainty. Mm. And so when there's something that I certainly have to show up for or I certainly have to be this way, I can find that qu- quite claustrophobic and um, I don't do my best work. That's why I think auditions were such a challenge for me because there was a, a three-minute moment to shine and if I didn't hit the mark, then I would criticize myself greatly. Whereas I could do a long form two hour improvised musical where we were given from the audience the theme of the musical. We went off stage. We were also given the theme of each song. So they say, you know, a ballad, a showstopper, whatever it was, and each had a theme that was given to us. We went off, we had 20, 25 minutes. You're this character, you're that character back on. And then you did a two hour musical from top to bottom beginning, middle, improvised. and an end, fully improvised. And it's absolutely where I thrived. So the uncertainty piece was something that I I really relish in. Um, and I always used to ask myself, what am I not experiencing because I'm waiting to be certain?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And nothing nothing good happens in the waiting for certainty thing. Right. Nothing great is created from a sense of certainty. And you know, Cal, I'm thinking about like the way I show up in the world because I feel like I'm actually relatively un- relatively comfortable in uncertainty in some areas, mm-hmm. and maybe the areas where I'm not comfortable with it are actually conditioning.
1: Yeah.
0: Because, like, even in even in some of my businesses like radcasters, when I was sticking to the rules and I was sticking to the expectations and I was sticking to a script, mm-hmm. I bombed. Yeah. The formula. It bombed. <laughs> yeah. It did not connect with anyone. Yeah. But those moments where I felt completely out of depth, mm-hmm. completely just surrendered over to the unknowing and allowing the creative force yes. to just move through me, which mm-hmm. sounds so fucking, I don't know, like hippie or whatever, you know, like, <laughs> it, you know, the creative force the just force like be with moves you. through me. No, but, but it's true, right? Those moments where I've succumbed to it yes. and gotten out of the fucking way yes. and just allowed it to like. Yeah, that's the things that move people. Yeah, and it moves you. Yeah. Which then moves others. Yeah.
1: So your willingness to be uncertain is actually what we're all magnetized to and hungry for. Mm. But we've mapped it out that there's like a certainty, you know, which is like what repels Do this me and about you'll get the that's results.
0: right. And this right, it repels you and it repels me about the way that like you know, online marketing and the coaching industry is all results driven, you know, like client testimonials, client testimonials, like what's the return on investment? And, you know, you want certainty. Well, here's the deal. You've got no fucking certainty. Right. And then what are you going to do about it? Right. Right.
1: And the key is you in that sentence. What are you going to do about it? Because I'm not waking up next to you in the morning and I'm not the one that's putting my hand in the pocket, feeling guilty about buying a $5 flat white at the coffee shop. You know, that's not me. That's you. So could be you. It well, might not yeah, be you. But, <laughs> you no, because I wouldn't be getting a flat white. Um, <laughs> but the worry about the five dollars—that's there. Hell yes. Um, but the, the,
0: hashtag success.
1: <laughs> Look at
0: me. I'm drinking my matcha. And you're over there drinking your Hashtag flat work wine. with me.
1: Um, but seriously, the 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 certainty piece is sold to us even in the paradigm of banking and. Mm. You know, what what's the risk? What's the risk you're taking here to live your life every day in a way that feels conducive and in alignment to your values? Well, actually, it's a major fucking risk if you're not yeah. taking the risk to do that,
0: right? Yeah, but it's a major risk to get to the end of your life and go, Oh, fuck. Yeah, I live someone else's life. Right? What a waste of a life. Mm-hmm. What a waste of all those opportunities. I could have done something and I didn't because I was so fucking afraid.
1: Right. Because I wanted to be certain. Mm. I wanted it to be perfect. But perfect and certain by someone else's parameters. Because you can create your own parameters. If that's essential for you and (laughs) uncertainty is something that you completely do not thrive within, then look at your parameters and check in with awareness Are these my parameters or are the parameters of my parents, the parameters of the educational system I went through to become this lawyer, or what are the parameters and do they feel true to you? I'm married to a logic. He is logistical. That's who he is. I am the other scale, right? The uncertainty piece for me, I thrive in. But I believe we're attracted to one another to find that equilibrium and step within that so that both of us can experience the other side without actually having to be the other side, right? Mm. And there's pieces that annoy the shit out of me when it comes to his logistical brain and there's other pieces that I'm in absolute awe of because it's not natural for me. So what I'm saying is within our own relationship, we've had to create our own parameters around that. Because I'm not going to pack the the dishwasher the way he packs the dishwasher, and that's not going to be something that I'm willing to squabble on every day of our life for the next, you know, however breaths we've got together. Yeah, we're blessed. The two of us get it there together, still squabbling about the dishwasher. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I guess what I'm saying is uncertainty. Make it your own, Mm. and if it's something that you're uncertain about, something that you know doesn't give you. a platform to be free, experiment, explore, then what are your parameters around that mm. so that you can continue to not wait for certainty?
0: Yeah, and I've got one question for you. Do you feel like, because this is, this is, I'm curious about this because I witness it within myself. Do you feel like you were, this is just who you are? Do you feel like it's that is just who you are? You are just a person who thrives in, uncertainty? Or do you think that is something that has been cultivated within yourself? Mm.
1: Yeah, I feel like a mix of both. Mm. I feel like I have dabbled in certainty and it hasn't felt good. And so I've dabbled again in uncertainty and it's felt natural. So it's like I've had to try on both and play in the environments of certainty and play up against those places as you do. I'm sure many of you have been in, you know, workforce or nine to five or those kind of certain things that you stepped into to go, I'm going to try this on and see what that feels like. And so, yes, I would say it's part of my natural nature, but I would be, I would kind of think it's, it's a, innate in everyone, to that's, be comfortable in and uncertainty. And that's, the que- that's
0: why I asked the question, right? Because I do feel that uncertainty, like there, there is nothing certain in life. So why would we be built to not thrive in uncertainty? Oh,
1: it's such a beautiful point, right? And the fr- like I just take a big exhale. I'm like, because <sighs> it's like what we were talking about earlier. Together we were sitting in a cafe a couple of hours ago and, And I mentioned that I'd gone to see this gentleman talk and he he repels people because he says, there is no safety, right? Mm. We've come into this human experience not to be safe, but to risk. And so for some people, that is one giant slap in the face because their whole life has been a codependent journey with safety going from one spot to the next spot to find the person that has them feel safe.
0: Calculating the path that has the least amount of risk. Least amount of
1: resistance, whatever it is. Or we've closed down that natural ability to be uncertain by sinking another bottle. And looking at the bottom of a bottle, because there's one certain thing. If there's a full bottle of wine in my house, I'm going to drink the whole thing. That's for certain, <laughs> right? So we start gaining, and that's not me, P.S. Um, <laughs> but, it, it, you know, if it's, it's you, count. this like, <laughs> is exciting. How bad. That sounds fun. <laughs> that sounds fun. But, you know, holding on to certainty in some way, um, whether it be, you know, an addiction to porn or whatever it is, whatever, I believe that an addiction is sort of a hunger for control, mm-hmm. which is certainty, right? I can be certain that I can shame myself in this way because this is what I do mm. rather than embracing the fact that there is. we are human beings having a human experience and it's a risky one.
0: It sure as fuck is. Right. It sure as fuck is, yeah.
1: And what's certain is that there's nothing certain about what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right and that's the uncertainty right and for some people they've already stopped listen, yeah, listening listening yeah, because yeah, they were uncertain they, yeah, what yeah. we were talking about right, and right. that was uncomfortable yeah whereas other people are riding the uncertainty of this conversation because yeah. they're like oh this is kind of interesting yeah, I don't mind pushing speeches. up against this right yeah, yeah yeah so I guess I'm uncertain what
0: we're getting to <laughs> but I like it. (laughs) Yeah. And it does bring up the feels sometimes. Uh, but there, there was a piece around safety that I was playing with while you were talking about that. Um, you know, safety, we do have an interesting relationship with safety and, and I feel like That is a conditioning that is handed to us generously from our loving parents. Yes. Who, as a parent myself, we just want to keep our kids safe and happy. Yeah. And that comes at the expense of being comfortable with uncertainty.
1: Mm. And the word that kept coming to me when you were saying that was we have been Industrialized. Mm. So it's like safety had to come in, sort of like we are human resourced. It's like we're the HR department that are going to make sure that there's safety in this experience, you know, because we're asking humans to do things that are outside of our wild nature. Mm. You know, we've talked in other episodes about domesticating ourselves, and within that, we've had to create safe parameters Mm. for us to be domesticated.
0: Right. But now it's getting to the point where we're
1: like, Wrapped in cotton wool. Right. Right. And actually not allowed to have a human experience where a teacher sees a child who's hurt themselves and thinks twice about doing what's natural to them, which is embracing that child. Right? Because what are the consequences?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And even just like, you know, the language uh, that actually brings up something, like the language that we use, you know, I caught myself constantly saying to Mabel, be careful, be careful, be careful. That doesn't actually breed any any kind of good relationship with uncertainty. Um, so now I choose be mindful. <laughs>
1: mm, mm. God, you are so evolved.
0: I know. I'm such mm. a wonderful parent. Conscious. That She's is so something I am so conscious. So conscious and aware. Oh
1: God, I feel shitty about myself right now. <laughs> Just sit in the uncertainty, Kelly. Sit in the uncertainty. So oh conscious one. Yes. Carly Nimo.
0: Yes, Callie Brown. When
1: we're being mindful of our uncertainty, <laughs> what
0: does that feel
1: like? No, I'm just kidding. Um, I guess what it feels uncertain. Yes. <laughs> I guess where we've come to is it's creating our own parameters mm. around the fact that we are all having an uncertain experience.
0: Mm. And if nothing is certain, what are you going to do with that? Right. Love that. Maybe that's over and out. Yeah. Certain on that? Yeah. <laughs> I'm uncertain, but I'll just hit stop. <laughs> She's so mindful. That was Humans Resourced. To join myself, Carly Nimmo, and Kelly Brown in person and in our natural habitat of Byron Bay, come to Undercurrent, a one-day retreat to go beneath. Step away from the surface-level stuff. The overwhelm, the obligation, the confusion, the muddiness, the frustration, the lack. And dive into what always lies beneath. Your calling, soulful nourishment, support and flow. July 6th, Byron Bay. To find out more, go to bit.ly forward slash humans resourced or check the show notes.